Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 17 of the story behind the tunes. My name is Calvin Volrath, and I come from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada. I'm going to take you on a little journey on my music here over the next 45 to, oh, 55, maybe an hour. You never know. I have no idea what I'm choosing here, so sit back, enjoy. Right now, you're listening to a tune called the Claude Huard Reel. Yeehaw! That's great. Hey, what a nice memory to kick off the show. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Claude Huard. I met him at, uh, you know, I started uh, going to the Pembroke Fiddle Contest, Pembroke, Ontario, 1992. I was hired as a guest artist in 1993. I believe I was a guest artist again, and I also judged and been hired there every year since. There's been a, there's been one or two years uh, that uh, I talked to the organizer, Jim Hickey, and said, Jim, I think it's time to make a change. Let's get somebody else in judging. And uh, uh, But I went to the contest as a spectator and just for fun because it is a great time. Over at the Fiddle Park where everybody, well, not everybody, but most everybody that comes to that uh, fiddle contest, they go to the Fiddle Park and they set up their motor homes or their tent, whatever they have. And, oh, back in the day, back in them 1990s there, there was 1,500 at least motorhomes and people were coming in for two weeks before. I've told you all this before on earlier episodes. And Well, one of the folks that, that I met in them early years, and he was there for many, many years, his name was Claude Huard. And he lived, I believe, in Belleville, uh, Ontario. He was a French guy originally from the Gaspé, and he played really, really good fiddle. And I'd see, I'd walk by the blue fiddle tent in uh, at the fiddle park there, and he'd be sitting there playing along, and big smile on his face, and he had a good come on savant when he played, and he liked the way I played, and I know he asked me to play the fly in the pudding, he liked that tune, and he was called the Gas Bay guy. He said, "Oh, everybody calls me the Gas Bay guy," and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful man. So I wrote him a tune, and. Uh, maybe it sounds a little bit French. It's got. It kind of reminds me of him, anyways. It was recorded on an album uh, called "Autumn in Vermont," 
which was released in 2001. And I'm not actually sure that that CD is available anymore, but you, uh, you go to calvinvolrath.com and you can download uh, the MP3 digital download there. That was uh, the great Trent Bruner playing the piano on that tune, and I'm playing all the rest of the instruments. Yee! We're going to slip over to a little jig that I wrote many, many years ago. It's in the key of F. This this tune here, uh, it uh, got to be very popular in the fiddle contest. We heard this lots at the Canadian Grandmasters contest by a number of the fiddle players. Hasn't been heard in a long time, and I haven't heard it in a long time. Going to hear it here the first time. Uh, in a long time myself, uh, my kids, I got three kids, Tanya, Jessica, and Jacqueline. And back in the early 1990s, they were the, the elementary school that they were going to up in Northeast Edmonton was called the Kirkness School. Well, I like that title, so I wrote them a tune. This is called the Kirkness Jig. You know, that uh, that track there, that was recorded, that was, uh, you know, I had recorded four albums in studios back in the 1980s, and uh, then uh, this was recorded probably in 1993, I'm thinking, probably the fall of 1993, and this is what how I started my own studio at home. I uh, I had a I went out and rented a DAT machine. A DAT means digital audio tape. It's kind of like a, just a cassette recorder, but really really good quality. And it was expensive. I couldn't afford to buy that, so I rented it. And uh, we went into um, uh, into the basement and sat down with a. We had a mixing board there. I uh, plugged my fiddle in. And Trent Bruner plugged in his piano and. We had Derek Strummel plugged in his acoustic guitar, and we sat there, and we played live, and we recorded that live to dat. 
these albums. I did, oh, probably four or six or eight albums like that going just live to that. We'd we'd record each tune a couple of times, and I'd, I'd just pick whichever one I thought was the best one. And most of them came with mistakes and all, so I, I always say that I got people playing my mistakes all over the country because those tunes became very popular off those albums, and I know that the fiddlers were very diligent in uh, learning it note for note, and sometimes I played a note that uh, I was not uh, expecting to play, and but it kind of fit, and I called them mistakes, but they're not really mistakes. It was on the album called Too Close for Comfort, and I was just releasing those as uh, cassette tapes back in that in those days. That's kind of even before CD. I didn't release my first CD till I think maybe 1996. Uh, and so cassettes are not available anymore. That's for sure. So what I've done, I've digitized these cassettes, and uh, and I've actually put two albums together. I put the Too Close for Comfort uh, album and the Cracklin' Fire album together, and you can purchase those together on uh, uh, CalvinVolrath.com as a MP3 digital download. That's Trent Bruner on the piano, Derek Strimmel. Strumming them uh, guitar strings. I'm playing the Fidelski there. We're going to slow it down a little bit here right now. And uh, last year, 2020, I released uh, two albums called 2020 Fiddlin'. Calvin Volrath and Friends. Edition 1 and Edition 2. On this tune, I uh, enlisted uh, my good friend Dave Pierce. Dave was the musical director for the uh, Vancouver... Uh, Winter Olympics in 2010. He was the musical director for the opening ceremonies and the closing ceremonies. And I would imagine probably other things going on during the Olympics as well. And Dave called me up to help him out with uh, with the opening ceremonies and because they honored the sound of the Canadian fiddle. So uh, together he and I composed five fiddle tunes for the opening ceremonies of that. What a great honor for me. And he, we, we've stayed in touch uh, over the years. I've done some other projects for him. You know, he's producing things for the Calgary Stampede or different artists, and he calls me to play a little bit of fiddle on something, and I always appreciate that. So I thought it was my turn to give him a call to see if he'd play a little piano with me on this tune. When I wrote this tune, uh, you know, it reminded me of Scotland somehow a little bit. And and I knew, I knew that he had gone over to Scotland when he used to play drums with the Calgary Fiddlers. And and he's so musical. He's really so musical. He plays drums and he plays piano and probably plays everything. And, and he's the musical director for Michael Buble. And he was the musical director for the Frank Sinatra Broadway show there in New York. And, and, a, and, and a good guy. So I sent him off this tune and I said, hey, how would you like to play piano on this? And I just gave him the tune. I gave him absolutely no idea on what I was thinking on chords. I just wanted him to do his thing. And he replied to me right away and he said, I'd love to play on this. And he said, I just love it. And, and he said, look, I've taken the liberty to actually uh, kind of create a little bit of a symphony orchestra behind it. And he sent it to me and it was absolutely amazing. And And on his email, he said that, uh, you know, he said, I went over to Scotland with the Calgary Fiddlers uh, many, many years ago. And he says, and when I hear this tune, it's it's like I can hear the I can hear the waves crashing up against the shore. And and he said, and so the working title I'm using for this tune is called The Waves Crashed Round. And I thought, hey, isn't that something I had? I had a feeling this had something to do with Scotland as well. And well, anyways, here we go. You're going to hear. Uh, This is called The Waves Crashed Round. 
Oh, something special about that tune, I think. I really, really enjoy that. Great job, Dave uh, Pierce, playing the piano and playing the drums and orchestrating the whole thing and putting it all together. And I also enlisted, uh, uh, after Dave had done all his parts, I got Jeremy Rusu, the great Jeremy Rusu, uh, who was in New York at the time. I got him to play. Uh, they, there's some accordion on there and, and, uh, and the bagpipes. That's Jeremy doing that as well. Jeremy can do anything. Love Jeremy. The writing credits on this tune go to myself and to Dave Pierce as well. This tune is on the album uh, 2020 Fiddling, Calvin Volrath and Friends Edition 1. You can get it at uh, calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. There's another one up there also called uh, Edition 2. Might as well get that one while you're there. Back in 1988, it was the first time that I was hired as a guest artist to entertain at the Miami Fiddle Festival. Uh, No, no, not Florida, not Miami, Florida, Miami, Manitoba. What a great place. The population, you know, I think Miami, uh, Miami, Florida, I'm not sure what their population is, but I'm sure it's millions. And uh, Miami, Manitoba, it's tens. There's tens of people there, I think. Maybe there's a couple of hundred. I don't know. It's a small little town in southern Manitoba. Beautiful farming community. Great people. They love their fiddle music. And they had a great fiddle contest for many, many years called the Miami uh, Fiddle Festival. And it always happened on Thanksgiving weekend, Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, which I believe is the second weekend in October. And so it was always three days. It was, uh, you know, Friday night was an old time dance and uh, I had a supper and an old time concert and a dance. And then the contest would be Saturday and Sunday and the guest entertainer would have to play five shows. And I remember that first year I went 1988. What a great time. And, and I went many, many times after that as guest artist and judged that contest. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, well, on one of the occasions I was there, uh, I wrote a tune and it's three days. I mean, it's a three day festival. And so, uh, and this was recorded on an album called wild, ba- uh, excuse me, wild Alberta Rose, another one of those, uh, live off the floor albums done in my basement. And I tell a little story before uh, each of these tunes here. Have a listen to this three days in Miami. Here's a tune I wrote for the good people down in Miami, Manitoba where they hold the Miami Fun and Fiddle Festival every year. I was out there this year, and uh, the contest runs for three days, and I wrote a tune while I was there that happened to have three parts. So, uh, so be it. It's called Three Days in Miami. A one, two, three, four, one, two, three. <laughs>
there we go. Three days in Miami. Great, great memories. Thanks, everybody in Manitoba for the wonderful memories. And uh, nice to hear that tune again. We used to hear that tune in the fiddle contest as well. I can remember... Oh, I don't remember if it was the 1990s or the early 2000s. Byron Meyer, a great fiddle player from Edmonton, from Meyer's Music. He was in the Canadian Grandmasters Fiddle Championships in Ottawa. And I believe even he made the top three, and that's one of the tunes he played right there. I can remember that like it was yesterday. That's Trent Bruner playing the piano, Derek Strimmel on the guitar, and I'm playing fiddle live to, live to two-track. That's what that is. You uh, you play it, and hopefully it comes off okay. That was a special time. It was recorded on an album called Wild Alberta Rose. Uh, that was one of those uh, just on cassette. That's not available anymore, but they're digitized. And I have it on uh, calvinvolrad.com. It's an MP3 digital download. And I've paired the Wild Alberta Rose album up with uh, an album called Cat Gut Boogie. And you get both of those albums for the unbelievable low price of $11.99. Canadian. Go figure. On that last tune, I mentioned how it was the first time I was hired as a guest artist at the Miami uh, Fiddle Festival. Well, with this tune here, this is uh, uh, the very first uh, gentleman that ever hired me as a guest artist anywhere at a fiddle contest. His name is Mike St. Germain from uh, Prince George, British Columbia. In 1980, he hired me to be the guest artist at the fiddle contest there in uh, in Prince George. I was so honored. I was just a youngster. I went to that fiddle contest 1977, the first time as a competitor, and I was there 1977, 78, and 79, and uh, he decided to hire me as a guest artist. I just couldn't believe it. They always hired Graham Townsend or Al Cherney, not little old Calvin, but they hired little old Calvin, and uh, thank you so much for that. That was uh, kind of kicked off a, a career in the fiddle world for me, and uh, I had uh, I had Ruth Townsend on uh, guitar and Jimmy Dow on bass, and absolutely great. I think Ray St. Germain was there strumming some rhythm guitar, met so many great people, and anyways, the, the fiddle contest would happen there, and then there would always be an old-time dance. And uh, Mike would grab his wife, Aileen, and they'd go around that dance floor. And I'll tell you what, that was just one of the most prettiest sights you ever seen when you were playing fiddle and watching Mike and Aileen waltz across the floor. And the big smile on their face, it was, it was, my dad always told me when I was growing up, he said, when you're playing, you're going to find one couple on the floor that's just flowing to your music, and they're going to set your tempo. You follow them all night, and uh, that that timing and that feeling will get instilled into you. Well, how correct that is. And whenever I played for a dance and they were there, my eyes were on them. That was some special, special dancing. So I wrote them a tune. This is called Mike and Aileen's Waltz.
Oh, there, they just danced by me now. I got my eyes closed and watching that. So special. Thanks for the inspiration there, Mike and Aileen, for that. We lost Mike a few years ago. Uh, what a great gentleman he was. Great for the fiddle community. And he was a fiddle player, but he loved to dance. And I, I, you've heard me talk about Ray St. Germain in earlier podcasts. And Ray and Mike uh, were, were brothers, or are brothers, up in heaven now. That's released on an album called Spring Creek in 2012. Uh, Paul Dacier, the great Paul Dacier from Quebec, is playing the piano on there. Jeremy Russo's playing the accordion, the stomach Steinway, as we like to call it. You can get that at uh, calvinvolrath.com as a CD or an MP3 digital download. And you can be waltzing around the dining room today. Back in 1984, I met a gentleman uh, for the first time, and it was only really in passing. I did a show in DeBert, Nova Scotia. DeBert, Nova Scotia. I was playing the fiddle, and Mike Elliott was on piano, and Bill Elliott was on guitar, and these are sons of uh, Carl Elliott, the great musical family there from Economy, Nova Scotia. And in the audience, we had some uh, some musical people. I wasn't, I, d- I didn't know of them at the time or before that, but I met them that day. And one of them, his name was. Uh, uh, Skip Holmes, who's uh, married uh, to Kimberly Holmes. You've heard me talk of Kimberly Holmes a few times, great piano player. And uh, They weren't married back in those days. They were. Uh, uh, they had just come to the show along with uh, Bill Guest, who was a, uh, a piano player with uh, uh, Don Messer many times, and Gordon Stobie was there. And uh, anyways, I met Skip that day, and well, it was just, like I say, in passing. And then over the years, as uh, as the, the music goes on, and I get to travel more, and now Kimberly and Skip are married, and so I've got to hang out with uh, with Skip over the years and stay at their place out in uh, Carroll's Corners, Nova Scotia. And, and Skip is a wonderful fiddle player, and we don't hardly ever hear him play the fiddle, but he plays good, and he's a great guitar player and a wonderful banjo player, and uh, he's a carpenter, and he's a music teacher, and he does it all. And so I wanted to write a tune for uh, uh, for uh, for Skip that's... Uh, well, maybe a little bit, I don't know, bluegrassy or swingy. It's a, not your typical Don Messer old-time kind of a tune. This is called Skippin' Home.
Skipping home. And I skip. Thank you so much for the inspiration on that tune. It is a fun one to play with all them uh, tricky little double stops in there. Looking forward to seeing you you and Kimberly again, hopefully sometime soon when this COVID, uh, well, I can't say that, that this COVID situation uh, gets out of our way. That's the multi-talented Paul Dacier playing the piano on there. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments. It's on an album called Unmistakable, which was released in 2013. You can get that from calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. Going back to the my uh, Pembroke uh, fiddle contest days and over at the fiddle park. And over there I met uh, a fellow by the name of Jimmy Fair. And I knew of Jimmy Fair before that because when we, when I was a youngster, every now and then we would get a, a TV show come on our TV. We only had air, you know, out, out in the farm. It was two channels, C, CBC and CTV. Oh, I guess we got global too after, after a while. Uh, but every once in a while we'd get a show, and I think it might have been called Sun Parlor Country. And Jimmy Fair was the host of that show. I can remember that. I remember him being a good country singer, and it was a good show. He always had great guests on there and a wonderful band. And and here's Jimmy Fair at the Pembroke Fiddle Park sitting in on jam sessions and having fun. He came from Ontario, and he knew lots of people, and he loved the fiddle. And I believe the year was 2013 when Jim Hickey, who was the organizer of the Pembroke Fiddle Contest, and Art Jameson, who uh, who was the MC of the of the Pembroke Fiddle Contest, uh, great great people, and uh, they organized. Uh, uh, Art has a hunting camp. Uh, oh, somewhere I believe it's south of Renfrew, and I don't know if it's Mount Fitzpatrick or something like that. But they have a they have a, a house there. Big house with lots of lots of bedrooms and and uh, they go hunting, you know. They it's a it's a big deal over there in the Ottawa Valley these hunt camps and and so they decided why don't we just have a weekend uh, or I can't remember if it was a weekend or if it was a weekday. Most everybody was retired other than me. They invited me to be a part of this. And uh, and they would have uh, and now we weren't going hunting. We were going a bunch of friends getting together to visit and play music and tell stories. And I remember Randy Foster was there and Alphonse Delory was there and uh, uh, oh, well uh, Jimmy Fair was there and uh, so many many others. I think we probably 
I'm guess, guessing 10 to 14 of us, and they had places for everybody to sleep, and they hired a cook to come in and cook for us, and we would just play music and tell stories. And Anyways, before the camp, um, Art Jameson sent an email to everybody and said, why don't we make a little challenge? Why doesn't everybody see if they can write a tune? And uh, and we'll debut it at the, at this, uh, and it was called the Octagon. It was the, that's what the house was called. It was called the Octagon. I think it was owned by eight people or something. I, I might not have that story exactly right, but it was called the Octagon. And uh, so I I took part in this challenge, and and uh, I wrote a little country tune that reminded me of Jimmy Fair. And I knew that Jimmy was going to be there because he'd be picking guitar and singing songs. And uh, and uh, so I debuted this song there on that afternoon as we were sitting around having a little jam session. This is called The Country Fair.
the country fair. I love that tune. Jimmy, thank you so much for the inspiration in writing that tune. And just on a sad note, uh, we just lost Jimmy here just a, a few months ago. Battled cancer for a few years and uh, uh, he, he will be missed. He had a, such a good voice and such a good uh, personality, a good person. He will be missed. Jimmy spelt his last name fair, P-H-A-I-R. This was recorded on an album called The Journey, which was released in 2014. Paul Dacier is playing the piano on there. The great Red Vogart uh, is playing the electric lead guitar. And the wonderful uh, steel player from England... Mr. David Hartley is playing the steel on there. Love the steel guitar. Wow. More fiddle, more steel. I always try to get a tune in for uh, a family member of mine, and sometimes I miss. Well, not today. I remembered this today. I'm going to do a tune here because I think I've got all my uh, I got all my brothers and sister looked after, and uh, uh, a whole bunch of my in-laws have been looked after here already over the past past bunch of episodes. And now we move on to my grandkids. And my first grandchild was born in the year 2000, so it's always easy to remember his uh, his age because he kind of follows the years. His name is Sedante. His father is Jamaican, and his mother, Tanya, is uh, Métis. And so I've kind of tried to combine maybe those two cultures together and uh, came up with this tune. It is called Sedante. Thank you. 
right on, Sedante. Thank you so much for the inspiration in that. I mean, that's a, a true uh, mixed blood right there with the Métis. Métis, that's the French word, which means mixed blood. So with uh, your Métis roots and your Jamaican roots, you know, there's uh, that's a, that's a little uh, smorgasbord, a potpourri of uh, musical cultures. We get the clogging feet, which is the Métis and the Congas and the Shakers and I love it. I love that tune, and maybe I'm going to write more stuff like that. That was released on an album in 2020 called 2020 Fiddling, Calvin Volrath and Friends Edition 2. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or an MP3 digital download. Sedante. We're going to slow it down one more time and do a tune here that I composed for a friend of mine that comes from Aylmer, Quebec. Elmer's just right across the, the river from Ottawa. His name is Dennis Alexander. And I, I'm, I'm guessing I met him at, uh, at the Pembroke Fiddle Contest as well. He's a wonderful fiddle player and, you know, he's in the senior class now and he wins uh, lots. Uh, wonderful fiddle player, wonderful guy, and he's a, he makes violins. And he, I've had him rehear my bows many times when I've been in the Ottawa Valley and 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 fiddlers are are playing on his fiddles. I'm, I think he's up to. I think he's got over eighty fiddles that he's made now. And these are first class, first rate fiddles that he's making. He's taken them down to the to the uh, fiddlers, uh, the violin making convention down in Arizona, and I believe he's won on a number of occasions. And, and so I wanted to write him a tune. And uh, I asked him. I said, if I ever write you a tune, what might it be? And he said, oh, he said, I love the airs. So I wrote this slow tune, kind of an error, I think, and I I mentioned to him how I had written this tune, and I said, how special would it be if I could maybe play on one of your fiddles to record this tune? And he said, well, I'd love that. And, 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 and I don't have a Dennis Alexander violin as much as I'd love to have one. I don't have one. I called him up. I said, okay, I'm going to record. And he was in Ottawa. I'm in St. Paul. He said, look, he said, I'm going to hop on an airplane. I'm going to fly out. I'm going to bring my fiddle up to you. And and you can record on it. So that's what he did. He hopped on the airplane, flew out, came up to my place, and uh, readjusted the the fiddle for the different climate uh, temperature here and humidity difference and sounded like a million bucks. And he said, I'm just going to leave you be. He went back to Edmonton and went over to Myers Music and wherever, did a little running around. And the next day he came back. I told him I was done, came back. I played him the tune. He grabbed his fiddle and he went back to back to Elmer, Quebec. And so this is what you're going to hear. This is called Dennis Alexander's Violin, being played on Dennis Alexander's Violin. Thank you. 
Oh, I just love that. I love that tune. Wow. And thanks so much, Dennis, for the inspiration and, and, and requesting or suggesting an air. Uh, and I love the sound of that violin. So nice. Looking forward to COVID getting out of the way and seeing you again, Dennis. This was released on the album called The Homecoming, released in 2012. Paul Dacier playing the piano on there, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get this at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. Hey, you know what? My good buddy Mike Gilmore and his company there called Collector's Corner Violins, his, his website is up and running now. And so if you got anything, any questions about uh, fiddles, bows, if you need to get your fiddle fixed, or if you need a new fiddle, or if you need to get your bow rehaired, or if you need a new bow, if you need strings, whatever, anything to do, fiddle cases, whatever, you go to his website, which is ccviolins.ca. And if um, if you don't got a computer, and you can give him a phone call, 780-266-9103. Anything to do with fiddles, Mike is your guy. He's in Edmonton, and he can ship worldwide. He won't do you no wrong. Well, there we go. Episode number 17 in the books. The story behind the tunes. I hope you enjoyed that. I had fun. I'm just amazed. You know, I don't listen to my music all the time. I don't hardly ever hear it. But I'm having a lot of fun uh, telling the stories. I miss playing. I miss getting out and playing for the people. And and I didn't even hardly realize. I mean, it's just all a part of, uh, you know, up on stage. And here's a tune I wrote. And you tell the story. And people always love the stories. It's not always so much about the music. It's the stories as well. And so here, this podcast is kind of rejuvenated me. It's kind of fun to hear this old stuff. And I got a lot of tunes. I got about 800 tunes now. So this could go on a long time. Until next time, you take care. Stay safe. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.